Welcome to The Pipeline, all things CICD and DevOps podcast by the CD Foundation. I am your host, Jacqueline Salinas, and today in episode eight, we are interviewing Tiffany Jacha. Tiffany is a technical evangelist at Harness. She is an advocate for better software delivery, sharing applicable practices, stories, and content around modern technologies. Before joining Harness, Tiffany was a consultant with Red Hat's consulting practice. There, she used her experience to help customers build their software applications living in the cloud. And today, we're going to be discussing value stream management, maximizing value, minimizing effort. DevOps adoption rates have quickly risen throughout organizations that own software services. For many of these organizations looking to scale their efforts beyond pilots and one-off initiatives, they often find themselves on the curve of diminishing returns. Value stream management is a lean business process that helps organization leaders track the value of their software efforts and resources. Using value stream management practices, you can optimize your flow of materials and information by lowering costs and improving value adds. Always do, we kick it off with our favorite segment, my DevOps journey. So Tiffany, can you tell us about your DevOps journey? Sure. Um, hi, everyone. I'm Tiffany Jokja. I'm a evangelist at Harness, and uh, I have a very traditional background. I graduated uh, with a computer science or computer engineering degree. I'm doing my my master's in computer science, and so I, I kind of had like a very traditional development background. And so when I first heard about DevOps, I was very I, I honestly didn't know what it was, and I, I thought like, wow, this just sounds really complicated, and it sounds very ops related, you know, because like when it first when for DevOps first emerged, it just there was a lot of there's a lot of confusion around terms and practices, uh, so it, it didn't necessarily appeal to me at first, and it wasn't until I was actually a consultant at Red Hat. Um, and that I, I got interested in it, like wanting to actually learn what it was about. And luckily during that time, uh, there was a lot of literature and reference and, and sort of thought leadership around the topic. And so books like the Phoenix Project, the DevOps Handbook, those things existed. And so I was lucky to kind of learn about it from a very neutral or academic standpoint, almost to the point where I was like, okay, I understand what these practices are. I understand sort of the methodology and reasoning behind DevOps. And so let me just go and make my own opinions about it. And so I was lucky to be a part of consulting where, you know, you got to kind of test things out on your own, have a reason to have your own opinions, um, have your own observations and things like that. And I think I was really lucky to uh, get to, to have great mentorship at that time, like people take ready to take me under their wings, who, you know, they they had a lot of background in the industry, they came from operations or sysadmin kind of track. And, you know, that they became dev, like true DevOps engineers, um, you know, sort of, you know, living that living that DevOps culture, if you, if you will. And so I, uh, that's basically how I got to where I am today. I kind of applied my, my own, um, my own practices and, and figured out what works for me and what doesn't and what works for other people and what doesn't. And, and so that's, that's where I am today. That's very cool. Thank you for sharing your 
your experience and in your journey into DevOps. Um, it's very exciting that you are also a consultant for Red Hat. Um, they're also one of our member companies. Uh, so we're also really always happy to, to hear that. Um, so today we're going to be talking again about value stream management. Uh, last week in episode seven, uh, we had Helen Beal, who's also a DevOps Institute ambassador and CDF ambassador, um, teach us a, a little bit about value stream management. Um, but let's let's talk about your experience with value stream management. Um, can you explain to our audience what value stream management is and what the problems are that it addresses? Yeah, so value stream management is often condensed into VSM, um, and something else is also condensed to VSM, and we'll talk about that. <laughs> but value stream management, it borrows from lean manufacturing processes and reference material that was shared around the 90s. And so it really became popular when companies like Toyota started sharing like how exactly they went about their manufacturing process, right? And how did they minimize waste and produce value? And so for me, VSM or value stream management is sort of a commitment to value and and production optimization. And so it's more of a a mindset that you can have as part of management uh, that aligns you to that commitment. So if someone in your if someone in your production line has a type of issue, it's a commitment to that person and to that issue, right? To resolving that issue. So value stream management um, kind of aligns very closely to digital transformation journeys and, and DevOps journeys because it's it's sort of that leadership approach to supporting other people. So if someone in your production line does have an issue, well, do they have the resources to succeed? Do they have the skills to succeed? Is there something that we can do? Can we mob on this issue? Can we report on this issue, right? It's all of, it's all of these, it's all of these um, commitments to giving people the resources that they need. And so I think that's why it's, um, it's become sort of the central to, uh, basically adopting DevOps, um, a DevOps mentality, right? And so um, whatever issues that you have around optimization and, and bringing value and delivering it, uh, that's what value stream management tries to solve at a mindset level. So now that, we've, that you've explained uh, what value stream management is, can you tell us the difference uh, between value stream management and value stream mapping? Yeah. So value stream mapping to me is more of a practice that you do as a team or an organization. So uh, you can think of it this way, right? You have some type, you have certain goals that you want to meet, right? Certain outcomes that you want to achieve. Um, Based on those outcomes and those goals, you need to set like some type of uh, rules around meeting those goals, right? And so those become your principles. Those are things that you standardize across your organizations, right? Say, for example, your goal is to reach a global market. Well, then your principle may be to say that, well, we need to we need to enable continuous delivery so that we can uh, sustainably and repeatedly get to production and deliver our deliverables to reach a global market, right? Uh, well, then to meet that principle, you need to set practices for specific teams. Every development team will need to do a specific practice around continuous delivery to enable it, right? And so I look at value stream mapping as a practice that enables certain goals that you may have around ad- adopting DevOps or around your business. 
And so value stream mapping is this exercise where you take processes within a value stream. Um, so take like a product or something that delivers value for your customer. You you map out that va- uh, that uh, that process essentially from um, it, and it becomes a cycle. Um, and it starts with you know from your customer to back to your customer, how does information and how does materials flow across uh, that map in order to deliver something? And so value stream mapping is this, well, potentially exercise or potentially even principle that you use to help manage sort of your value streams across your organization. And so that's how it's different from value stream management. Yeah. And is there, do you have a recommendation or an opinion about um, how to effectively do value stream mapping? Um, I know that from my understanding from our last episode, um, it's also something that you could, a lot of companies set and forget. Um, so is it, do you have uh, any, any recommendations of how to really take advantage of value stream mapping um, and how to keep it relevant? Yeah, definitely. It's all about buy-in, right? Um, Of course, when you do a value stream map, you have some type of end uh, image, right? You have a deliverable that you've like you have an outcome. There's an outcome and de- deliverable attached to value stream mapping, right? The outcome is everybody in that room who is a stakeholder understands where they lie within that value stream map, right? They know exactly where they belong within the value stream, right? So they understand how they deliver value. And this is really important for um, sort of, you know, if, you, if you're delivering a service or a product that has multiple teams or has multiple services, like maybe you have different microservices attached to a single, you know, end application or end um, service that you're providing to a customer, right? Then being able to understand as a developer or being able to understand as a product owner where you lie within that value stream is really important, right? Because now you understand sort of what your inputs and outputs are into other things, how you affect that value stream, right? If there's an issue within other uh, parts of that stream, um, how it affects you. And so uh, I think it's really important to have buy-in on the outcomes as well. It's like, okay, we did this value stream mapping exercise. Great. We have this image, right? This point in time of basically my state or my organization where I am today versus how we get, how we want to improve on that, right? How do we want to enable that? And that's sort of where DevOps comes into play, right? This this continuous motion of uh, value flow. And yeah, let's, so, let's talk about that. How, how does value stream management fit into the CD ecosystem? Yeah. Okay, cool. So I can, I can also share the best practices around uh, value stream mapping, but let's talk about, let's talk about continuous delivery um, and, and how it applies to value stream management and value stream mapping. Right. Um, If you can take your, and, and really value stream mapping is looking at your processes at a macro level, right? How they feed into each other, who's involved in that process, what's involved in that process, what are the tools in place? It doesn't necessarily say, oh, we are doing it this way and we have to do it this way and this is how we're going to change things. That's kind of looking at things from a micro level and you want to kind of avoid that when you're going into a value stream mapping exercise because you'll quickly get into the weeds and you don't really want to do that. You'll lose people. 
Um, but that should be an, a, a separate session that you do, uh, or you should do like a metrics-based process mapping, which is another <clears throat> um, lean manufacturing process. And and so uh, in terms of value stream management, uh, it fits into the, the continuous delivery ecosystem because at the end of the day, you're mapping how things get delivered to a customer, right? Almost similar to how you enable continuous delivery pipeline to get to production or get to a uh, get your get your artifacts from point A to point B. <clears throat> Value stream management is focused on how you get from how you get something uh, from a customer to the back to the customer, right? Um, so if the customer is feeding you information, how do you use that information to generate materials back to the customer? And so that's why it fits into the CD ecosystem is because, you know, at the end of the day, continuous delivery is enabling you to deliver value and value stream management is focused on that value and enabling it. Um, and, and so that's, that's sort of the answer to that question. Um, in terms of best practices, definitely get buy-in, make sure that the people that are in the room are the people that you want to have understanding, like talking about your value stream management, right? Um, I, I think when people, I think a lot of times you don't necessarily get someone uh, driving or advocating for your value stream mapping exercises, then it's easier to kind of forget, well, you know, we captured our our current state, but what's next, right? You need someone who's kind of driving it from a management standpoint or a product management standpoint saying like, how can we do better? What is the lead time now versus the lead time uh, come two months from now? Where do we want to be now versus, uh, where do we want to be in X amount of time versus now? And and so really that's, that's one of the reasons why often value stream maps are ignored after they've been built. Um, it, it's really trying to keep up to date with uh, the, 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 the deliverable that you produced. How, um, I don't want to use the word dangerous, but I guess um, what impact can, can it have on an organization if somebody just sets and forgets their value stream map? Um, and do you have a recommendation of, you know, a, a what cadence they should be looking at this map and updating it? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So uh, I think one of the dangers of just forget setting and forgetting it is that there's no more accountability, right? You're enabling this mentality that, okay, we care, but we only care sometimes when it's really important or when something is really wrong. And that's not necessarily the, f the type of mindset that you want to enable in these types of journeys, right? Because we're really trying to be very uh, purposeful in what we do and how we do things, right? Because I think in a lot of ways, value stream management and DevOps practices in general introduce new processes that people aren't used to. And so if you're willy-nilly about it uh, in, at the beginning and, you know, there's no sense of of order to how you're doing things or purpose for how you're doing things, then you're not necessarily setting a good precedent for enabling value delivery. And you can see symptoms of this pretty much any like anywhere. You know, there's um, long lead times to getting something deployed. Maybe there's not even any CD process or uh, automation to for delivering or deploying application code, right? Maybe it's taking a really long time to even get any 
anything um, finished within a backlog or, or cards finished. Uh, and, and so those are, those are some symptoms around, well, maybe we have some issues getting a uh, delivery out the door. And, and so that's, that's sort of the, the main dangers, at least in, from what I've seen. Mm. What are some tips that you would give organizations or people that are looking to adopt more of value stream of a value stream um, mindset within their organization? Yeah, uh, definitely, definitely get interested in how you're delivering today, right? Definitely get interested in how you're doing things today and how they can be better. Because if you have no type of if you have no type of benchmark or goalposts, then you're kind of shooting in the dark. And and then development teams aren't become disinterested in making things better. They're just more interested in developing and innovating new features and not necessarily supporting the processes around that to ensuring that, you know, delivery is sustainable and repeatable and it makes sense for everybody on the team and not just you know the one person who's manhandling everything and kind of charging through all of the tasks that you need to uh that you that you essentially have in your backlog to complete a project right you want to be able to do this in sort of a scalable manner right because that's that's sort of the processes that enable us to scale bigger scale across you know different teams different organizations break about break apart things that uh, are very heavy and big um, and so that's that's sort of the mentality around it so I, I definitely think that people should um, should try to set standards um, kind of have a bar right um, set set those goals, right? Set those goals, set those principles, and then figure out the practices at a very granular level, right? Not every practice is going to apply to correctly for every team. In some teams, just like in some teams, people use source code management differently. Some people may use Gitflow, some people don't. It really depends on the team, right? And the dynamics. And so, you know, if you can really focus on things on a macro level, then you can trust your other team, your, your teams and, and your delivery um, kind of roles to set the micro best practices. Great. What are some where what are some resources that people can start leveraging to educate themselves about value stream management and value stream mapping if they are new um, to this area? Yeah, that you recommend. So, yeah. Uh, so there's a couple um, here and there. Uh, I know that Red Hat has something called Open Practice Library, and they share DevOps practices. And so if you want to learn more about like value stream mapping or maybe even about managing a backlog, then they share different practices there on that website and it's completely free. And even if they don't write up all of the um, uh, steps for uh, working on facilitating a practice, they'll include um, additional material or source material that's out there. There's also a couple of um, lean manufacturing uh, books around value stream management, but that's very, um, th those are very general and they apply to pretty much any industry, right? Value stream management and, and DevOps is really trying to apply it to value stream management and DevOps combined um, is really applicable for software delivery. And so if you're looking for more software delivery resources and more you know, software related ones, um, Atlassian has a um, 
like sort of how-to guide for doing value stream mapping. Uh, I think also being able to just try it out and figure out what works for you, right? At, at a high level, you need to understand like what it looks like at the end of the day, what the end deliverable looks like at the end of the day. But still like how you do things and, and even like the symbols that you decide to use in a value stream map, even the way that you facilitate conversations across your team, that's going to look different for every organization. And so even just trying it and leaning on the people that you trust within your organization to help facilitate these conversations can take you a really long way. Tiffany, thank you so much for teaching us about value stream management and some of your tips to get started. Um, I really appreciate the time and we look forward to learning more about value stream management from you and hopefully we'll see you at one of our CD summits or CD con. Um, I think it'd be great to have you teach um, the, the community about value stream management. Thanks for having me on this podcast. Yeah, thank you. It's been fun. Bye.